Welcome to episode 32 of the Bossy Bitch Podcast. In this episode, I speak with Kat Skriner, who is a local legend in Perth. She has had a massive career change into human design. And if you don't know what human design is, you're about to find out in this episode. I'm not even going to begin to try and explain it to you, but it's something that I have become so obsessed with that I actually have now, I now get Kat in as a guest mentor in my Mentor Academy, which is a 12-month business mentoring program for women where we go through and implement all the foundations you need for your business like SEO, social media marketing, email marketing, website design, all of that and mindset which is where Kat comes in. Uh, if you're interested in having a chat about joining my 12-month mentor academy, please shoot me an email at hello at elsamitchell.com.au. But Kat Skriner, uh, this human design stuff will blow your mind. Have a listen. And it's also super fascinating to see how Kat had the hugest career change of all time. Her story is amazing. Human design is amazing. And I hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to the Bossy Bitch Podcast with Elsa Mitchell. Come along with me as I explore all the remote corners of Australia, uncovering success stories from women killing it in business. I'll inspire you, teach you, and best of all, make you laugh by sharing their journey and mine so that we can grow together in life and in business. Mom, have you seen my pants? Mate, get out of here with the podcast. Welcome to the Bossy Bitch Podcast. Today, I, at the risk of sounding like a stalker, I am speaking to someone who I kind of quietly watched from afar (laughs) for a few years and then she moved to Perth and I got to stalk her um, actually in real life. I am chatting with Kat and I never know whether how to say Skriner or Screener. It's Skriner. You got it the first time. I knew it. You know when you know, but then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God. Um, I'm so excited to talk to you, Kat, because you've had a pretty massive career change, as did I, this recent year past, and um, you've done it so eloquently. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but before we get to that, because I'm, what you've you, the career change you've changed to is something that's a little bit. A lot of people still don't know about it, which blows yeah. my mind. Some people are still like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. Um, and I love it, as you know. I'm a huge fan. I'm here for it, but I'm not going to say what it is just yet before <laughs> we get to that, because you know I want to get everybody a bit in suspense. Yeah. Oh my god, what is it? What is this weird thing? This love it's doing. Um, before we get to that, can you just share with my listeners a bit about your story, probably in your business journey, I guess, and all the way back from, you know, when you were doing your digital market, like to me, you were the original, um, digital marketer, like you were the original, um, you were the OG of social media management. You were the first one doing it, in my opinion. Well, I, yeah, so I've, I've spent my, well, until last year, my entire career was in marketing, specializing in digital marketing for around kind of 14 years. So yes, I'm showing my age a little bit. And I, I first went into business by myself and kind of left corporate world to start my own business when I had my son. So when I was on mat leave, I did what many women do, you know, you take Mm. the leap, you see that as 
it's now whenever here's a good window of opportunity to actually make something stick and obviously your priorities completely change the minute you have a little human to look after so at that time I started my own kind of digital marketing coaching essentially it was kind of all aspects of digital marketing sharing what I kind of learned from you know my my years in the corporate realm and just helping other women in business predominantly with getting their you know mat leave projects off the ground and um, helping them with kind of marketing their business so I did that kind of solo and then I had a a stint as um, a partner in a business and that was for around four years. So I guess we, I've, I've had my own business in one way, shape or form for the last seven years because my son is now eight. So he was around, mm-hmm. you know, one when, when all of this kind of kicked off for real in terms of not ever going back to being employed by something <laughs> else. Um, and yeah, like you said, until last year, 2020, I was very deep in the digital marketing space. I'd kind of gone back out on my own and I was all up in, you know, Facebook advertising and Instagram advertising. I think people forget as well that social media advertising is still pretty new. It actually hasn't been around that long. Like I remember a time being in business before Facebook even existed. (laughs) Yeah. So um, when you, and, and I re- love, this is my favorite thing. And I, if anyone listens, I bring it up all the time. I love to say to people, um, do you remember when we just used to put an ad in the yellow pages yeah. and you know, that was it, or you put an ad in the local newspaper or you spent $3,000 on a magazine mm-hmm. ad, you know, mm-hmm. and then Facebook came along and I always felt like I was the first person <laughs> to put their business on Facebook <laughs> and it was free. Yes. Fabulous. And I was like, oh, my God, how good is this platform? Like, oh, you just get all these people come and it's, it costs nothing. Yeah. And that didn't last long, did it? Yes, the good old days. <laughs> where, where, where organic organic marketing really reigned and it wasn't very, you know, it wasn't a monetized platform. And then, you know, that world very much changed and um, it's a very different landscape now, but it it changed quickly. It's, yeah. And like you say, it hasn't been around for that long um, in the scheme of things. It was a brief but glorious moment. (laughs) And I think anyone that got to experience it was just like, damn it, you know, when yeah. things became so saturated and competitive and then you actually had to gain some skills and know what you were doing in that kind of landscape. Yes, yes, it became way more complex, way more complex. So you've gone from digital marketing, which, you know, um, for anyone that doesn't know what that means, <laughs> it's essentially uh instagram it's facebook they were kind of would you say they were your your yes key um, platforms? platforms absolutely and i guess it's any of those any of those social platforms it's um anything that happens electronically now which is pretty much everything so i'm sure that the the um i don't even know what the the our kids generation is called i have to oh, say. yes i don't even know <laughs> but letter are up to they they will just refer to it as marketing it won't it, it probably there probably won't be a um a term called digital marketing in in the future because it it's all digital now 
But um, yeah, back when you and I kind of were were getting started in our careers and our businesses, it you know there was a very big distinction between kind of traditional media and traditional marketing and the new digital space. So Correct. Exciting. <laughs> and just on a side note, I've had to say to my kids that we need to stop talking about YouTubers as if they are real people in our lives because yeah. <laughs> I just can't deal with it. You know, yeah. we'll be in the car and it's like, oh, mum, you, did you know that um, Amanda got a period? And I'm like, <laughs> who the fuck is Amanda? <laughs> She's like, oh, off the YouTube thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. I why do you know that? B, yes. why are we talking about her as if she's your best friend? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It's crazy. But that's just going down a whole other yeah. <laughs> rabbit hole. Yes. <laughs> yes. So digital marketing, and you were really, really good at it. Yeah. Well, you were amazing at it. I used to do, I attended your workshops in person. I attended them online. Uh, to me, I felt like you were pretty much top of the digital marketing game and I know that you worked with some really massive brands so you're safe to say pretty successful yeah yeah and I think at at the time I I really enjoyed my work but it wasn't until kind of last year that I really started to realize that I'd kind of mistaken the the feeling of doing a good job and um, making, you know, a lot of money for my clients in terms of, you know, advertising, advertising spend versus what it was producing for online stores and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Like I, I kind of, I got really high, I guess you could say, on on the feedback and the positive reinforcement and the the, the feeling of doing a good job. And I kind of mistook that for actual passion for what I yes. was doing. Yep. That's and, very cool. Yeah. I think around the same time kind of, it, yeah, it might have been kind of early-ish in, in 2020, I, I saw that documentary, The Social Dilemma. Yes. I only got halfway through it and I was like, um, yeah, I'm out. I, I, don't <laughs> want, I don't want anything to do with any of this world um, in a, you know, in a contributing way. Like I don't want to be. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be on this platform anymore because I just, yeah. It, it made my, my stomach churn, basically. And you know what? Did you feel like, though, watching that, you it was kind of like you already kind of had an idea that that was the reality? It was yes. just having it really shoved in your face that you it, kind of go, yeah. oh, my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that was a big wake-up call. I was like, oh, okay, right. So all these all these years I've kind of had this this cycle of, you're really good at at your job and getting the praise there. For it and being recognised for it and you just trust out. Yeah, oh it, it certainly wasn't actual. Um, it wasn't my purpose work by any stretch of the imagination. Like I, I, I was making an impact, but I wasn't making the kind of impact that I really, that I would really want to be having. You have any? Um, this is going to be totally random and a bit put you on the spot, and I didn't plan to go here. But do you have any predictions? Yeah. or theories <laughs> on what you think the social media landscape will be like like oh i i, I feel like, like we conspiracy <laughs> <laughs> i to to be honest no and i think it's really 
at, at the moment, it's really interesting. Obviously, we've just kind of had this big, um, you know, change with Facebook kind of coming under a different company name, being called Meta, and everyone's like, what? And I, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a bit of a, a diversion, a diversionary tactic, perhaps, um, to, to I, I, don't, I don't know what it's hiding or what it's kind of <laughs> diverting yeah, from, right. but I, I feel like there is, there, there, there's more to come in that in that area. I kind of feel like you know there, there's this year and last year. Obviously, there's so much that's floating around in terms of conspiracies, you know, the fake news, all of this stuff that is very. I think there's a big shakeup of media in general mm. that's happening and the power um, where all of that power lies. So whilst I don't have any predictions, I think it's it, it yeah. It, it's not. It's not going to remain the same, and there's probably more interesting things that we're going to be mm. witnessing. I think there has to be something next. Yeah. Who knows what that is? But yeah. there needs to probably needs to be a life after kind of yes. scenario. But yeah. anyway, I didn't come on here to <laughs> um, predict the future of Facebook. Um, <laughs> I came on here to talk to you and hear your story because it's amazing. So you've left digital marketing and. <laughs> I feel like you couldn't have made a bigger career change. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? It. So let's talk about what you're doing now. Yes. So my new career is in human design, and I discovered human design on a podcast, as you do, <laughs> as yep. many of you are now discovering human design. Um, on a podcast, it was back in uh, probably August of 2019, and I was like, "Oh, that's really interesting." And I've always been very interested in kind of personality profiling and um, psychometric testing and that kind of mm. that kind of stuff. Me too. And yeah, so I was kind of like did a bit of research, but I didn't I didn't go too far into the rabbit hole at that stage. And then towards the end of that year, it would have been December. Some people in my community online, so on Instagram, started posting that they'd had readings and that they were blown away and they were like, whoa, how is this? This stuff is like mind-blowingly accurate. It's crazy. And I was like, oh, okay, there's my recommendation for someone to get a reading from. So I had a reading and had that same experience, um, you know, reading a a 16-page kind of report all about me all based on my time, date and location of birth and like how does this woman know all of this stuff about me? Like how? We've never met. So she literally does not know me from a bar of soap. Um, so, again, that mind-blown experience. And at the time, the what I, what I kind of took from that reading was – very applicable in my digital marketing business. And I was like, cool, I'm on the right track. I'm doing, you know, this is this is all great. So I kind of continued on my merry way. And in the middle of the year, probably around June, May, June, I I started to kind of look and do some research as to, you know, how I could learn more, where I could learn more. I didn't know exactly what I was looking for. So I wasn't specifically looking for like a reader training or, a, you know, a, mm. yeah, a certification or training. I, I was just kind of Googling and trying to figure it all out. I, I was basically looking for a, a teacher or a mentor, I guess, but I didn't <laughs> know, like I didn't know at that point that that was going to become my 
my new career, I was just like, I just want to learn more and I'm not sure what the options are. Yep. And at around the same time, so I guess July, um, I went to my first kind of breathwork workshop. Now, this was very new to me. I'd never done anything like that. Um, I, I probably wouldn't have classified myself as an overly woo-woo person to begin with before kind of all of this this journey kind of started. I was, but I, you know, a friend was going, she said, come with me. And I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. You know, let's give it a go. So I went to this four-hour workshop and had, you know, a really, really amazing experience. And and was like, oh, okay, that that's really interesting. Like all, lots of things came up. I was able to kind of process and, you know, move move on from from a lot of stuff that had kind of happened in my past. And then there was like a second level of the um the breathwork workshops that were being offered the following month. And at around this same time, I'd kind of I discovered a human design certification that was based out of the US. Like so many things these days, I was like, (laughs) and the investment was probably a little bit more than I was like really comfortable with because at the time, again, I didn't, it wasn't like I was making, in my mind, I wasn't making an investment because I was completely changing my career. I was just Mm. kind of just looking for something to, to learn, not to completely upend my life. Yeah. And I kept, you know what you do, you know, when you find, um, you know, a, a course or a, a mastermind or there's something that you want to invest in in your business and you kind of keep coming back to the sales page and you kind of keep reading yeah. it and you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, but there's something that just keeps, yeah, you just keep coming back to it. Yeah. So in the second kind of round of the breathwork workshops, kind of like a, it was like a month later, I, I went armed with some pretty specific questions about, you know, and one of them was, you know, am I supposed to follow this this human design thing? Like it keeps popping up. I keep, mm-hmm. you know, being drawn to it. Am I, you know, is, is this something that I'm supposed to do? And like kind of deep in this, you know, breathwork trance, I guess you could call it. Yes. And I asked the question and, and the response I got was just so, it was, the very definition of a full body yes like I felt like I'd been plugged into the wall into the electricity I was I felt like every single cell in my body was like screaming at me going yes yes like just this is it oh my god like oh fuck okay just gonna come down we're good um yeah and then basically that night I I contacted the person who was running the certification and just said look you know you're in the US I'm in Australia like call times, you know, what's the dealio? Like what, what, what else do I need to know? And we kind of, we, we sorted out all the details and I was like, oh, that's it. I'm in. Despite the, you know, despite the scary investment and despite everything, I was like, I just, I can't exactly explain it, but it was that full body. Yes. I just kept being drawn forward. And yeah, I, I pretty much jumped from, from knowing basically nothing about human design other than having had my own reading done. I jumped straight in the deep end into a six-month certification and I've never loved studying anything more than This is so amazing on so many levels. Oh, my God. For everyone, like, you know, I know that a lot of people like my um, family listen to this podcast out um, on their tractors on the farm 
Yeah. And like, what the fuck is she talking about? That is human design. Breath work? Yeah. Breath work. Because uh, that's equally kind of mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag trending. Yes. But the breath work's another thing. And hmm. I'm a very don't knock it until you've tried it. And I remember my girlfriend saying to me, dude, you got to go try this breath work. I'm going to go try this breath work. And I was like, Oh, I know how to breathe. It's okay. I've done Reiki. I've yeah. done meditation. I've done kinesiology. You name it. Yeah. I've done therapy, psychotherapy. I'm making myself sound like I'm a really fucked up person. But <laughs> <laughs> I probably am. Anyway, but she kept saying, no, trust me, trust me. you got to do it. you got to do it. you got to do it. Mm. It took me ages. And then finally, you know, um, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. and. It was one of the craziest experiences of my life. It was so amazing. And then so now I say to some of my friends, like I have a specific friend I've been saying to her, if I just trust me, go see Russell, go see Russell, go see Russell. When have I ever lied to you? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And then it took me to bring Russell to her for one of our retreats and then she went, holy shit, and I'm like, I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> so that's a whole other element is the breath work. I mean, so many people listening will be like, what the hell yeah. is even breath work? But I'm not even going to begin to go down that path and try and explain that. That it's, it's, um, I think it's just a very healing, um, it's an alternative healing process, but also like for you, help it what you just said about uncovering, mm. you know, ideas or where you're supposed yeah. to be yeah. aligned to. Yeah. And um, so it, was, it was a really effective way of connecting to what my body was telling me and the things that I kind of shut down, just kind of, yeah, just almost forgotten what it felt like to be excited about something and, and feeling that really strongly in your body. It's amazing. And I, I, when I went for the first time, it was for a different purpose and I did a one-to-one mm. and, uh, oh, my gosh. And I, I remember the f- and I went because I was losing my friend at that time. She was very sick and my marriage was ending and I was overwhelmed and I couldn't breathe. And I had been to the doctor for months going, I just mm-hmm. can't breathe, I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. And they were like, try this medication, try this, try this, it's anxiety. They'd done lung function tests. Um, they just kept saying you're stressed and anxious. And I um, did this breath work session. And to be honest, at the start of it, I think it went for two and a half hours. And I think the first bit of it, I actually hated it. I was thinking, oh, my gosh, mm. I hate this. Mm. I want to get out of this situation. It's weird and uncomfortable. And then by the end, I was like, whoa. Yeah what just happened it was insane and guess what my breathing was fixed Mm -hmm. like um yeah you've got no idea it was like I could breathe again for for a long time and and, um nothing had been able to get rid of that kind of I guess and it probably was just stress but um Mm -hmm. yeah it was an amazing experience so human design Mm -hmm. you did a six-month program Mm -hmm. and then you were just like boom here I am (laughs) yeah and at the time like the I'm not sure if I kind of really knew that I was going to jump straight into I guess having that as my full-time business I think you know initially 
the plan was to keep my digital marketing business running and kind of do 50-50. But once I'd made that decision to to kind of walk away from digital marketing and I I really realized that it just it didn't light me up. It didn't excite me. I was distracted by how quick everything changed and there was always something to new to learn and you know there was always something to kind of um keep your brain kind mm-hmm. of engaged with because you new features, new you know platforms kind of popping up all over the place. You know, there was always something to be distracted by essentially. Um but once I kind of had that realization that yeah, it didn't light me up, the work was just yeah, it's just not it wasn't for me. And I I literally couldn't bring myself to do it. I um and because this happened during 2020 a lot of the clients that I did have had to to kind of pause their advertising. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there was there was it was quite a tumultuous time, but the timing was also kind of perfect because I didn't have to fire clients. They 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 kind of either naturally mm-hmm. came to the end of their their kind of retainer contracts, and and we just kind of very respectfully kind of said goodbye to each other. So that was also kind of perfectly aligned as well. But I just had no desire to work in that realm at all like I, I just only wanted to focus on human design so almost overnight I kind of yeah shifted my entire business from you know digital marketing to <laughs> to human design and yeah I just I I found what I really loved to do and I I guess the the beauty of what it is that I do is that I I do able oh well, sorry I am able to draw on all of those years of yeah business ownership plus digital marketing and kind of really combine that with the magic of you. Yes, you've been able to l- launch a new business mm. um, with all the skills that you have and, everyone, you know, it's been very apparent because, you know, you're nailing the email marketing, you're nailing your social media strategy. It's all, you've got it all going on. I've just been like this has just come together so beautifully. I think for me with my career change was a bit more of a drawn-out slow process where I was aware for a while that I was ready to make a change. I wanted to make a change. I knew there was something else I was meant to be doing but couldn't quite put my finger on what it was. And I spent a few years just going, I'm just, something's not right. And where Mm -hmm. the fuck was human design, by the way, back then? Because you know what? It would have saved me like a few years of deep frustration, which you you know, Kat, is my thing, the frustration. I do. Um, (laughs) And the anger. Don't forget the anger. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, God. Where was this years ago? And so I did the opposite, which I think a lot of people do a lot. I think so many women will relate to my version where you you juggle a couple of different things because you're mm. going, oh, well, but this one pays the bills. Yes. And yes. I'm and I'm not 100% sure about this one just yet. So, mm. you know, I'm going to juggle them all and drive myself into the ground and make myself sick and angry and mm. not, a, not a fun person to be around. And because it's scary. And for me, I had a business that was – very highly profitable. It mm. was a well-oiled machine. I didn't hate it. Yeah, I actually loved it. Um, I just deep inside of me knew that there was something else I was meant to be doing. It was just purely a heart-centered choice. Yeah, and to walk away from a business that provided for my family financially, that I didn't hate, but actually 
there was a lot about it that I loved. Mm. That's uh, it. It's a really fucking hard decision to make, and for me, it probably was um, losing my friend that made me go, "Fuck this! Life is too short, and I'm going to back myself, and I'm going to go all in." Yeah, still super, super scary, but it is, you know, to make that huge career change. Yeah, and I wonder why so many people have that doubt or that fear or. And this is probably why what you're doing, human design, is has become so important and everybody is just jumping on board with it so much because it gives you that clarity. Mm. Yes, and, and it allows you to see those patterns, you know, and that conditioning that we all experience when we grow up and those, you know, those all of those shoulds, like I should have a, st- you know, I should have a steady job or I should be able to financially contribute to my family or I shouldn't, I shouldn't be... I shouldn't only be doing the things that I love because that's selfish and, and, and things like that. Like it it really kind of shines a light on where you can be blocking yourself. Um, it can really, really help you understand just how unique you are. I mean, we all know we're unique. We've got, you know, unique fingerprints. You know, intellectually we, we, un- we know that, but I don't think a lot of people really understand it until they start to understand it through the lens of human design because it's it's kind of that ultimate permission slip to be you and to be who you were born to mm-hmm. be and to kind of follow that path that is kind of predestined that your soul is has always been trying to live out but you've kind of blocked yourself you've mm. done what you know you went to uni and studied whatever it was that was you know popular at the time yes. or what your parents really kind of really wanted you to do um you might have not you know started your own business because again it's not what people like us do or we you know just all of that kind of stuff like you kind of shut down all of that um desire that you might have or that that feeling that there's something else out there but you know, you kind of get stuck in the day-to-day and stuck mm. in your head and kind of shut, yeah, shut down a lot of that stuff and kind of I, sit in the, in the fear of, mm-hmm. well, it's better to be safe than sorry and, you know, all of that kind of. And I think what I've noticed about human design is that, and I always kind of have been a little bit woo-woo. Um, mm. I, I, I sometimes keep that in the closet because, you know, <laughs> Not everybody's on board with it. So I'm very open to, you know, all the woo-woo stuff. But what I've noticed with human design is that my friends and the people in my life that have always been like not into the woo-woo, like one of my Mm -hmm. best friends, we always joke, and she's been my best friend for about 30 years, we have a joke that she's her life's mission is to discredit psychics. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And but I've noticed that those people are on board with this human design. Yeah, it's, yeah. I don't. I don't know what makes it different. It just is so. It just seems so accurate. And yeah. So to explain it, I always have a hard time explaining it to people. Mm-hmm. But I've what I've noticed now, when I'm working with women and I'm mentoring them in their business, and I see them kind of struggling with, and they'll say to me, "Why am I?" why has this bothered me so much or why mm. can't I decide about this or why? Mm. And, I, and I go, you know what? You need to go see Kat 
there's a human design thing there that I don't have the answer to, but she yeah. will. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It, essentially it kind of, so what happens is you you punch in your, your location of birth, your date of birth, your time yeah. of birth. Yes. And then this chart spits out. <laughs> and then you go, what the hell are all these symbols and, and, and letters and numbers oh, and design? And it's a massive chart. There's num yeah, there's there's yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And it essentially is how you were born and your soul makeup, I guess. And the yeah. reason and I and I'm gonna explain it really badly because I don't really know how to explain it. But the reason why I say to people it's so important is because when you understand that about yourself, you can make peace with the way you're operating. And I know you've applied this for women in business. I mm. feel like though obviously it can be applied to absolutely everyone and anything. Mm -hmm. But you're, you've kind of really honed in on women in business because it's, you can understand, okay, well, I know that about myself. I know that, um, you know, for me, I'm like you, Kat. I ha I'm a um, manifesting generator. So I like to have lots of projects happening yes. and, you know, sometimes you beat yourself up like, oh, am I one of those flaky people that is yeah. just. Why can't um, I finish things or why do I start a million things and then jump around and yeah. Yes. But now I'm like, that's, that's what, that's me and that is okay. And I need to go with those things that light me up. And I do thrive on having a million different balls in the air at one time. So yeah. Um, when, I just think when you know that, and, and this is on you know, a real surface level, you obviously take it so much deeper. You know, you can make peace with decision making or mm. the way you operate your business or you deal with your clients. Yes. yes. And not be laying awake at night going, well, why is this annoying me so much? Yeah. <laughs> or, or why is that strategy that I saw that worked so well for someone else, why doesn't it work for me? And why is it, you know... So you, when you understand the way you're designed, you can kind of take strategies or, or look at what other people are doing and, you know, tweak it so that it does work for you. And you understand, you know, when something doesn't work, when you've kind of taken it off the shelf or copied, and, and I'm not saying copying someone's business, no. but, you know, it kind of, you know, doing a similar strategy that someone's teaching you to do, it's not working for you. There's nothing wrong with you. It's just potentially just the wrong strategy for the way that you're designed and knowing that about yourself and that knowing how you're designed to to live in alignment and to, to interact in the, with the world around you to make your decisions allows you to to make those changes and then to go okay that's fine that's never going to work for me and I know that so I don't need to waste my time obsessing about something that's not correct for me oh my gosh and that I feel like that that you've just nailed that because when I first started working as a business mentor, it took me a little while to figure out that I would see, um, you know, women that would be doing all the right things. They'd be mm. smashing it on Instagram. They'd be doing the email marketing. They've tweaked the website. You know, all these foundations, they're like, I'm doing all the things, but it's something still not working. And, and on what you said before in in terms of, copying a strategy people sell strategies all the time they yeah. sell you social yeah. media strategies they you can buy funnel programs yeah. copy yeah. this you know yeah. so yeah and we and every we're all okay yes let's try that yeah. let's try this that let's try that it's going to fix everything but it's not <laughs> yes and so i i kind of 
that was something that took me aback. I kind of went, oh, there's another, there's something missing for these people and I can't put my finger on what it is. And I, in my head, I was like, well, often it's a mindset issue and there's a reason why mindset coaching has become super popular. Yeah. Um, and so I recognized that there was something missing that was on a deeper level that I'm not equipped to deal with. And so when you've come along, I've gone, that is the thing mm-hmm. <laughs> that <laughs> I can't put my finger on and I can't solve for you. But yet every single client I have now, I'm like, go see Kat. You need to go see Kat. <laughs> I can't explain it, but she will just make it all right in your head. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think it can be really, really liberating to understand that, you know, the way that you potentially have been trying to do business and feeling like you're failing at it, you know, that there, there is a, a good way and a better way for you to be doing your business and to be running your business in a way that feels good for you so that you, you know, there's always going to be elements of our business that are hard and boring and tedious and frustrating. Um, But, you know, if the majority of the time that you spend in your business feels good, it feels aligned, you feel confident and you can show up as your best self, then that's, you know, that's the, that's the win. That is a win. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Um, so amazing. I feel like we could talk about this for absolute days and I feel like some people are still going to be like, I really need to know more about this, but, um, I'm going to send them over to you. Totally. <laughs> and you're not, you do readings, but you're also doing like courses and yeah. you've yes. got like, I'm like, holy shit, you've just got like everything going on. I can't even... I can't even, yeah, do you want to give a little bit of a explanation of all the ways people can come to you and work oh, with you? Or Yeah. So most people start with a reading because that is that, um, that blueprint. It's that, that opportunity to really kind of understand your energetics, what all of those kind of symbols and numbers on your human design chart mean. And that's where a lot of people will start. And then potentially do like a one-on-one session um, to really kind of ask the questions. A lot of people will have things straight off the bat that they they know that they want to dive into and they want to understand, you know, why they've always struggled with confidence or why, you know, why they always feel like they've got a million and one ideas but they can't make anything stick and and, and things like that. So mm-hmm. one-on-one sessions are a really good opportunity to obviously, you know, talk in real time about these types of things and and have that coaching and get some clarity around, you know, specific questions that you've got. Um, But yes, I do also have online programs that I run and the the main one that I do and and the focus that I have is it's, it's on a course called Decode Your Human Design. And that's really aimed at helping you understand your own personal energetics and the people around you. So if you want to understand more about your family um, or if you've got a team and you kind of really want to start understanding the people that are in your circle and on your team in a, in a really effective way so that, you know, communication is amazing, team morale is amazing, all of that kind of stuff, That's um, that program is really good for that. It's designed to kind of really help you design a business that's energetically supportive to you and that really, really fits with your, with your human design. So that, um, 
that is a course that is online and, um, yeah, aimed at people in business or kind of leaders in business as well. I absolutely love it. And, you know, if you join my mentor academy, Kat is a guest um, mentor as well. Yes. So, um, and I think that uh, next year I've already said to my group, I want Kat to come at the start of the mm-hmm. year and do a session because I think it's so valuable for anyone that's starting, you know, their journey or, you know, um, something like my 12-month program. I'm like, this is the type of thing we need to be doing right at the beginning. Yes. need to know this at the yes. start. Yes, setting, setting the scene essentially and knowing yes. what you're working with at the beginning. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to pop all your information and links to um, Kat's website and social media and she will answer any questions you have if you're still a bit scratching your head going, I don't really get it. Um, (laughs) But thank you so much. I am just like, I just think this human design thing is insanely amazing and um I can't preach enough to everybody to jump on board and check it out. You will not be disappointed. Um, and what happens, last question before you go, because you know this was me. I kept saying, I don't know what time I was born. <laughs> and I even ordered a new birth certificate and it yeah, wasn't on there. On there. <laughs> <laughs> this can be a bit of a challenge, with, particularly with our generation, because it wasn't, it's not listed on, on birth certificates. I think, you know, for, for our children, it's always really easy because either we, we remember and it's still quite fresh um, or it's actually noted on their birth certificate. <laughs> what I've done with other clients in the past is we've kind of, obviously, they've got their birthday. You can run a chart for kind of every hour on the hour and see where where there are changes in mm-hmm. the chart and, and how that affects things. Sometimes it will, there won't be any change, so it doesn't really matter too much. That's what, what I did. Yeah, what what the 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 actual time is. Um, with other clients, they've had like a two hour window. So again, I've done the same process. It hasn't changed. So we've just gone with the the hour yes. that kind of sits in the middle. So sometimes that can take a little bit of time to to kind of nail it down, and can be helpful to be kind of talking with someone. So whoever's doing the chart with you. So if it was me, with me, I'd probably get you on the phone and go, okay, these are the characteristics of this particular kind mm-hmm. of energy type and profile and, and some of the aspects of the chart and kind of just sense check it with you. Do you resonate yep. with that or do you resonate more with this? So I had this example come up with a client this week and she had her time of birth, but it was it just happened to be the year that she was born in Queensland and they were trialing daylight savings and she wasn't sure whether it would, you know, whether the 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 software system would kind of recognize that it wasn't a permanent Thing, like it was just a trial and I was like look let's do it for that time but also an hour before and an hour later so an hour before there was no change but an hour later there was a subtle change so I just kind of chatted to yeah. her about what what felt more correct because there was only you know two minor things in the in the chart that changed but just wanted to sense check it with her so yeah it, it can be challenging especially if you're like the the the, the fifth and final child in the family <laughs> and your mum's like oh I Darling, I really don't know. Oh, my mum's just like, no, nah, she, she, she did. So I kept yeah, nagging yeah. at her, I kept <laughs> nagging and nagging. And she actually emailed the hospital and she's like, 
They've destroyed all the records. Oh, but we had a rough idea and I did what you said. I just yeah. went through and put a few different times in and then I was like, that's what sticks. So exactly. there's yeah. a solution. Okay, well, that's thank great. you so, so much for coming on and sharing um, your amazing story and I'm pretty sure my millions of listeners will be banging at your door. Yay. <laughs> thank you so much for having me also. It's been such a thank pleasure. Thanks, You're welcome. Thank you for listening to the Bossy Bitch Podcast. I am Elsa Mitchell and you can find me at elsamitchell.com.au or if you'd like to meet my friends, please head on over to Facebook and I invite you to join our free group, Bossy Bitch. Bossy Bitch.